Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey, where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. What if I told you that a lot of the pain and difficulty and adversity you're experiencing is simply God aligning your now so you can be prepared for your tomorrow? Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get On Course. Massive stroke. 
So I got my, my, my function or my gift to function from, from my father's. From my father's. And I thought it up on me. Now, my, my, my grandfather was so intelligent, my mother said, that on, from Monday to Friday, he'd go to work. On, from, she said he'd be dressed in all white with a black bow tie, black shoes. That was a style that he was British. You know, they are my granddad. But watch this now. She said from Friday to Sunday, he was a butter drunk. Reminded me of me. And the weekend, I was so, so wasted. And she said he was that being that drunk and stupid. Genesis chapter 12. 
remember now, I showed you, or I told you in Genesis 1, that the Bible says that God blessed Adam and told him, be fruitful and multiply. Now, now, I'm telling you, you know, some of us sitting here and the mother of Jesus said, you know, I'm going to be careful because, 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 you you have got to understand something. Until your children come to terms with the, with the good, the bad, and the ugly of their daddy, they're going to be dysfunctional. And why you think that you, you're winning the war of the roses by telling them how sorry their daddy was? You have to understand that we are made in the image of God as His likeness, and just like there's a God spot in us, there's a dad spot in all your children. You can't say you don't love because they love their daddy. They're supposed to love their daddy. The person you just don't know what he did, daddy. We're not talking about what he did, we're talking about who he is. Watch this now. Genesis chapter 12. Verse 4, now, now, before we read this, I told you, I accept you that God blessed Adam, and then he said, be fruitful and multiply. Notice now, the blessing comes first before the beginning. The Bible goes to it, and Adam begets first. But, but before you beget, you have to be blessed. The problem in our generation is that men are begetting first, then trying to get blessed. I'm going to show you the, the position of sonship. When you understand that life right now is going to beat you the main things that are escaping you and eluding you because you're not a son. You don't think like a son. But you want to be a father. There's nobody that can correct you without you being angry and mean and turning on them. And so what happens to you is the Bible says in Proverbs 6 that reproofs of instruction are the way to life. So whenever you get off course and a man corrects you, you kill him. And, and what you have is a, a, a stack of body bags of would-be fathers that God sent into your life because, listen, he wants to show you sonship, but you don't want sonship. So you're a serial dad killer. Not just your biological father. All any father say that comes to me like you kill them all. Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer. Prayer at first was a struggle because, you know, it, it really takes faith to pray. You have to you have to trust that God is like a person. He's a real person and that he's the one that invented the concept of prayer. In this book, you'll learn how to ensure your relationship with God is based on a new and improved covenant, which dangerous prayer habits to avoid and what to do when prayer doesn't yield the answers you want. It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Hart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. And now, a word from our sponsor. 
Have you subscribed to Heart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you get to hear from the heart of God through the man of God, Heart Ramsey. There are now two ways for you to receive this regular encouragement via text message. Simply text Uplift to 46786 and you'll receive this regular encouragement on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To receive this encouragement on a daily basis, download the NCC family app available in the app stores for apple and google play once again to receive heart ramsey's uplift via text message simply text uplift to 46786 and you'll be able to receive this encouragement on mondays wednesdays and fridays to receive heart ramsey's uplift on a daily basis simply download the free ncc family app available in the app stores for itunes and google play uplift your spirit encourage your heart and empower your walk subscribe today to heart ramsey's uplift i know you're gonna dig this now let's get back to today's teaching with pastor heart ramsey
about today and obey. You know why? Because although this patriarch was over 120 something years old, watch this, he still thought like his son. When God spoke to him, he was a father. And he obeyed his father. He didn't talk to his wife. He didn't want a boy to go to the mother. Now they grew up there. Now it's a grown man. He goes up there and he says, Dad, he's a fire, he's a wood. But what is the sacrifice? I want to go out and go from the patriarch says to him, You're the sacrifice. The Lord said, You're the sacrifice. Now, he's qualified him through sonship to the blessing. Because the blessing has been passed on to Isaac before Abraham dies. But God has seen as Isaac qualified for the, son, for, the, for the blessing. Well, how do we qualify for the blessing? Through sonship. What's this now? Isaac surveys the situation, looks at the altar, clears the altar off, and gets on top of it. And lays there, his father ties him to the altar. Raises his knife and pronounces what he pronounced over the sacrifice, and as he's coming down to kill him, the Bible says the angel stops his hand and says, Spin out the border. Watch this now. He's up on a mountain that God showed him. Now, this is a strategic mountain geographically because the Bible says when, when he, when Abraham turned, the Bible says he saw a ram caught in the thicket. Remember that statement? There was a ram caught, a ram in the bush. Jesus comes along later on and says, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. The Pharisee says, you're not even 50 years old yet. When did Abraham see your day? Let me tell you what happened. When Abraham raised his hand to kill that boy, the angel stopped him. The angel said, turn around, you see a rabbit in the bush. When he turned, when he saw a puzzle, time opened up. And he looked from where he was straight across to another mountain. God got his hill. And what he saw was another son, another grown son, do the same thing his son did, get up on an altar and give his life because his father told him to. When Abraham snaps out of his vision, there goes a ram on the bush. He grabs a ram, puts him up and him and his son, kill the ram and go back home. Let me show you this. God says now, Isaac qualifies for the blessing. Now I'm the God of Abraham. I'm the God of Isaac. How did he become the God of Jacob? You scare me because you say, the Lord is my God. What is what, on, on what merit? Jesus saved us all. Praise the Lord. You're going to Jesus Christ to be saved. But what makes God your God? Where is your mark of sonship? Jacob, now, was not Isaac's firstborn. He was literally born a twin. Strange phenomenon. They're coming out the moon, him and his brother wrestling to see who's going to be first. The Bible says that. So Jacob is not the firstborn, but he was the one who saw the value in the blessing and also received it from his father Isaac as an inheritance. Now, let me show you this dynamic. Esau was the older one, but Esau despised the right of the firstborn and he exchanged it for a moment of pleasure. So it opened the door for Jacob to illegitimately get the blessing. And when the father got the book, what Esau said was the daddy died, his mother said, Jacob, 
So he goes to Laban, the scope of his sojourn there, and the story goes, the Bible says, he becomes a rich and unbelieving Laban, and he's headed, the, the Lord's scope is to go back to your home. But on the way, the Esau is coming. Now, two brothers who had nothing because of the blessing of one one, and the subsequent inheritance of the other, they both rich. And the Bible says something is so amazing. It says that when Jacob found out that Esau was coming, he did something really much, and he did this to the Now, here was this man. He was an anointed man. He had a vision when he was headed to Laban's house. You remember that story? Or oh, you know, back down? Put it in front of a rock. Angels were coming up and down. He said, this is not about the house of God. Remember that? So he, so he, he had some experience on his death. He, in his own life, was a father. Jacob was a father. Matter of fact, ultimately, ultimately, I'm going to show you something. The plan, the plan of God ultimately will work out in Jacob's life. I will show you a powerful thing. When sonship, or the understanding of sonship, reaches the third generation, amazing things happen. I'm going to Adam had Seth. Seth was born in the image of his likeness. Seth had Enoch. The Bible says that the third Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. And the thing was so strong, Enoch had Methuselah, but before Methuselah was full grown, because he didn't be 900 something years old, his daddy literally walked off the planet. When sunset reaches the third generation, something major happens. And the enemy always tries to attack sunset in the second generation. God, Adam, Cain. He, he messes up Adam, Cain has no chance. Abraham, Isaac, now illegitimate. Everything about Jacob is fundamentally illegitimate. But God's trying to salvage the third generation. God found it now. Abraham, I'm talking Jacob rather, is going to meet his brother and he is terrified. He said he's terrified. Genesis chapter 32, look at verse 9. Look at verse 7. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him, and the flocks and the herd and the cattle into two bands of two posses and two companies, or you want to call it two groups. And said, If Esau come to the one company and smite it, and the other company which is the left shall escape. And Jacob said, I want to take this into prayer. He said, O oh God of my father Abraham, and God of my father I said, the Lord, which said unto me, Return to thy country and to thy kingdom, and I will dwell with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all mercies and all truth, which I was shown unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this door, and now I become two passes of two bags of two companies. Deliver me, I praise thee, for the hand of my, my brother, and for the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me, look at his up, and the mother with the children. And thou, and thou said, I will show you the people and make thy seed as the son of the sea, which cannot be numbered from all the And watch this now. Look at verse 9. When Jacob approached God about the danger his family was in because of his past indiscretion, when he appealed to God, he appealed to God as a son and not as a father. 
This is what Paul says. When he went to God, he said, God, I'm a father, look what's going to happen to my children. That's all right. He said, God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, the one who talked to me because of this relationship and gave me the same covenant you gave them, he said, I want you to hear what I'm about to say. And he robbed you. Many of you from the Father. That's what God puts you into family. The order of God is that there is a thing called spiritual sonship. But because you've learned this function, you don't understand it. Now you're out there by yourself. My father didn't understand the faith of the book. And he spoke a word of me in the last year. And he spoke a word of me in My desire is not just not to be convinced, but my desire is to be faithful to me. That's what my heart wants. And let me show you something. When I talk to God about it, I talk to God in this position. My father said this. God is not something I actually My daddy said, You told him. I come from a position of sonship. And when, when Jacob found his family in trouble, he impressed him from a stick his chest out. He said, Father, for God, you're the God of my father. You're the God of my father. I said, I'm all I am. I'm not even worthy of the mercy of the truth that I'm just a son. I am just uh, a son. And God looked at that and he met Esau. Esau embraced him and loved him. God heard his wife was going to take a position of a son. And he was a son of the inheritance. Let me ask you a question. How long are you going to live your life? Not all of us can do it. Here you are, you curse your father for leaving your mother. You curse your father for his dysfunction. And you think that God gave you a raw deal because of this sorry man that comes up with your dad. Let me ask you a question. What do you know about your father? What did he have to walk through? What did he have to deal with to be there? No, he didn't give you the house, but, 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 but have you measured what he did give you? You, you said, I don't know my father, but is there anything in you that you appreciate that you got from him? Because the truth of the matter is, if sons keep killing their fathers, then sons will keep killing their fathers. There's a note I made in here. I said it on the top of the message, but I want to give it to you. It is so enlightening. Ill-adjusted sons become ill-prepared fathers who will raise ill-adjusted sons. And now when I speak, I speak not of boys only, I speak of boys and girls. Ill-adjusted fathers, or ill-adjusted sons rather, will become ill-prepared fathers and they will raise ill-adjusted sons. And if we keep this, someone has to break the cycle. Someone has to break the cycle. Someone has to break the cycle. Many of you come to try to frown upon spiritual authority and you don't realize that you're still in the state of your own son. The baby you bounce on your lap. The smile into the day and the emotions the very ground you walk on. Will one day rise up and measure you by your dysfunction. 
not realizing the same pattern is in him. Because you didn't understand what it meant to be a son, and you didn't teach him about sonship. You failed in favor of being a father. You would look to it, and you know what it is. With no disrespect, that's the reality of the matter. They ran away because, listen, if you're not prepared for fatherhood, it will scare the crap out of you. And some of them did your favor. They ran away because they couldn't deal with it. And you can't be, listen, I, I release you today in the name of Jesus from this self pity. I release you from it. I released you from it. I used to run when my father came home. But when I went back home, let me tell you about I reconnected. I went back home with dad. Dad is 69 years old. He gets me early in the morning. He doesn't even realize that my time is We hope you've enjoyed today's teaching courtesy of On Course with Art Ramsey. We invite you to join the NCC family for our weekly services in Dothan and Montgomery, Alabama and Atlanta, Georgia. For service times and locations, visit our website, nccfamily.org. Again, nccfamily.org. We invite you to follow Pastor Hart Ramsey on social media, on Twitter at Hart Ramsey, on Facebook at Hart Ramsey Media, and on Instagram at Pastor Hart Ramsey. Be sure to join us next time as we continue to dive into God's Word as we get on course with Hart Ramsey.